Hi, my name is Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. Today, I wanted to share about meditation and starting a meditation practice, and if you're already meditating, how to stay consistent and basically all the benefits that you can get from meditation. So before I start with why you should be practicing meditation and how it can and how it can help you with your life. Um, let me share with you how meditation began for me. So I was away on a yoga retreat in Sedona, Arizona. I was going down there as a as a break of sorts from studying for uh, the boards for physical therapy to get my license and. The week didn't really turn out to be a break or anything, but I did learn (laughs) a lot of great things for myself and uh, as like a yoga teacher and for myself as a physical therapist. So I did my first meditation ever on this retreat. And I was sitting there cross-legged because that's how I thought you were supposed to meditate. And sitting as still as possible because if you know me, I am a rule follower and I'm going to be the best student of all time. And so in my mind, what I had heard my teacher say at the beginning of this practice was with meditation, you want to sit as still as possible, don't move and be there and breathe, right? So that's what I heard. So I sat cross-legged and I am being as still as possible And all of a sudden, my left foot starts to get tingly, starts to go numb. And the numbness starts to shift up to my calf and then to my thigh. And I am freaking out that my leg is completely numb. So numb that when I'm trying to touch it with my hand, I barely even know that my leg is there. I only know that it's there because my hand is touching my leg. So I'm freaking out. I <laughs> Before I had come away on this retreat, I had been studying about strokes. So in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I'm having a stroke. I'm thinking about the fact that I am in Sedona in the middle of nowhere and it took about 20 minutes um, by a very bumpy road to even get out to this retreat center. And basically freaking out that I'm having a stroke and I'm going to die <laughs> on this on this retreat, and this is all in the first day of of this yoga practice, right? Of this this week long retreat. So finally, the meditation's over. We stand up, and obviously, I get feeling back in my leg, and basically have the realization that I don't have to sit cross legged, right? Like that's not the way that I have to do meditation, and that I can move in meditation if something is that uncomfortable, right? Like you can move your body. You're not doing meditation wrong. So that kind of began my journey of meditation. And I can't say that after that week-long retreat um, in 2013, I was super consistent with meditating after that. It took probably until probably 2016 or 2017 when I started to really become more regular about my practice of meditation. And and that happened through the way of this of this program, 40 Days to a Personal Revolution. Um, 
I think part of the reason why I wasn't super regular with it, and I think this goes this goes for other beginners as well, um, after talking to many people that haven't meditated before, is that you have this idea, this expectation of how meditation should be. Your mind should be completely still. You shouldn't be having any thoughts. You should not be uncomfortable when you're sitting there. And that's just not how it is. (laughs) When you first start a new skill, it is very difficult. So I think one of the reasons why people turn away from meditation many times is because they have to sit there with their own thoughts. And if you haven't sat with your own thoughts before, it can really be freaking crazy in there, (laughs) right? Like I, the first time I ever meditated, I thought I was having a stroke. That's how, that's how insane my mind um, became, right? So I think that's the reason why a lot of people don't stick with it is because they are literally experiencing chaos, right? So, so when you think of meditation, you think that it's supposed to be a peaceful event. And really, when you start, it's a lot of chaos. There isn't really a lot of peace there. And what I can say now for for consistently practicing for for almost three, four years now, I still sit down some days and my brain is complete chaos. There is a lot going on. Like I sat down this morning and I was thinking about um, everything I needed to get done for Brightheart. I was thinking about everything I needed to get done for my son that morning. And I can say in that 10 minutes, I don't think I paid attention to my breath once or was, was present for a second, I was really deep in my mind in the, in the mental chatter. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I sometimes make myself wrong for that. And there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, meditation is not something to achieve. It is just something that you sit and you be still or as still as you possibly can, right? So, um, they've done a lot of research on meditation And it has had a variety of benefits. It's been difficult to study from what I've seen is because um, it's hard to define what meditation is. And they're still trying to figure out the, I guess, a way to define meditation for each study so that it can be pretty consistent, right, when they're doing the studies. However, they have found that, that it does help with anxiety and depression um, it helps with self-compassion and empathy, which is which is a big which is a big thing to help with depression and anxiety. And it has been shown to help people that are experiencing chronic pain. And not that it makes the pain go away. It just helps to uh, take the edge off the pain and help people feel more in control of their pain experience, right? So, Meditation can be really great for all of that. The other thing that meditation is is great for is that it helps to help us like cope with stress better, right? So stress is always going to be a part of life, right? Like we're never going to get rid of stressful moments. We're never going to get rid of uncomfortable moments that we might experience uncomfortable emotions like anger or sadness or grief, right? And though meditation helps us have the ability to sit in those emotions rather than push them down and put them away further, 
which can then just compound later to, you know, things again, like depression and anxiety. So meditation can be great for all those things. And for me, what I have seen it done and is it helps me to stay a little more focused as well. So even when I have a morning like this morning where my meditation felt really chaotic, it really helped, um, it really actually helped me set up the rest of my day in the sense that I felt more focused on the activities that I was working on. I noticed when I miss a couple of days of meditation, I notice that I'm not quite as focused and I have a harder time um, shifting between tasks and a harder time being present with my friends and my family around me. So that's what that really helps. That's helps me to stick with meditation. And the other thing I'll say about this, though, is that you don't see a change overnight. And so I think that's the other thing that kind of detracts beginners from sticking with meditation is you don't see an immediate change. It took me many months of meditating to finally feel comfortable sitting and also uh, begin to cultivate a compassion for myself um, for not making myself wrong that I'm not doing meditation, quote unquote, right, whatever that looks like. So it is something that you'll see long-term benefits from, but you might not see short-term when you first start practicing meditating. So with that said, let me give you some tips for cultivating your meditation um, practice to begin with. You really want the barrier to, to entry to start meditating to be pretty low. So maybe your alarm goes off in the morning and you turn it off and... You just take five deep breaths, and that's what your meditation looks like for that day, right? So when you start meditating, you don't want to be like, yeah, I'm going to sit for 30 minutes because it's just, it's an unrealistic expectation. It's like saying, it's like if you went to the gym and you're like, I haven't been to the gym in months or ever, (laughs) and you're like, I'm going to do 50 pounds of bicep curls. It's just an unrealistic expectation. So you want to start small. You want to start with five breaths. And that this is the way that I like to meditate is focusing on my breath. There's many other styles. I just find that focusing on my breath because I'm more of a physical person really helps me to be present because I can feel my body moving when I'm inhaling and exhaling. And that helps me to get out of the chaos of my mind and be with my breath most days. <laughs> so, so again, keep the barrier to entry really, really low for starting to meditate. Just a couple of breaths in the morning is a perfect place to start. As you consistently show up to taking those five breaths each morning, maybe that's a week of consistency, maybe that's 30 days of consistency, whatever that looks like for you, you can up your time to a minute and then to two minutes and then to five minutes. And you slowly get to a point where you feel like you're at a comfortable level for meditating. So for me, that looks like 10 minutes a day. For some people, that's five minutes. For other people, it's 20 minutes. Some people like to meditate in the morning and in the evening. It just kind of depends. You have to find a rhythm for yourself that really makes sense. And again, there is no goal necessarily to meditating. You're not achieving anything doing this. You're just finding a moment for yourself to be with yourself. 
because it's not something that we do a lot during the day. A lot of people also ask me, what's the best way to sit for meditation? And what I'll say again is, whatever is the lowest barrier to entry to meditate, do that. So when I first began meditating, again, that was me sitting in my bed. I meditated there. Then I moved to sitting on the couch because it was comfortable, um, but I wasn't likely to fall back fall back asleep, which sometimes in bed that, that can happen, right? To now, I find myself sitting on the ground with my back supported. You will not find me sitting cross-legged. That is not a comfortable way for me to meditate. Again, my leg just kind of falls asleep. My hips don't really, don't really like that so much. Um, and if you're still having a hard time finding that quiet moment, if you're somebody that is at work right now and, and not working from home, or you can do this working from home too, sitting in the car is another great option to meditate. So you don't have to be sitting on sitting on a lotus flower in the middle of a pond to have the perfect meditation, right? Meditation just is. And you want to set up your space so that you'll actually do it. If you have a certain expectation that is just not possible for you to achieve, you're way less likely to show up and meditate. And then the last thing I'll say about this is that if you're really struggling with being in your thoughts, a guided meditation is a really great way to go. So we offer guided meditations at my studio at Bright Heart Yoga Studio, and there's also some really great apps out there. So I like Headspace. Um, I like the guy's voice. It's really soothing for me to hear his voice, and it also helps me to be present. Uh, I know there's Calm. There's Insight Timer, which is not an app that you have to pay for. And I'm sure there's also some great meditations on YouTube or there's other meditation teachers that that give out free meditations that that you can do. Right. So it can be accessible to you. So if you're struggling again with those internal thoughts and really being inside your head, that guided meditation can be really, really useful to help you get out of your head and into the present moment. So meditation can be a really great practice. And If you let go of the expectations of how meditation should look like and just let it be however it is, you will be way more likely to show up and also start that self-compassion towards yourself. So if you're struggling with things like anxiety, depression, or chronic pain, meditation will help you to cultivate that self-compassion. So those things like depression, anxiety, and chronic pain will start to lessen their grip on you. Right. And that's what I really love about meditation is I can really use it anywhere, anytime, and it can help me get back to the present moment and get me out of my head and really into my body. So I hope this today helped you get some tips into how to start your meditation practice, that there's no perfect way to do meditation. It's just what works for you and your life. And if you want to get more tips about meditation or movement, anything related to physical therapy or yoga, you can follow me at Dr. Jackie Fenton on Instagram. I'm regularly posting on there and sharing. 
If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a rating. I would so much appreciate that. And thanks for tuning in this week to Your Health Matters. I'll see you next week.